love, love, lust, lust, and that also. my AJ I, you know I, I always try to think of a way to start this podcast off that's either to catch you off guard or get you to laugh but you know what I'm just gonna do it this time by saying hello AJ how are you doing I am well I am well how are you I I'm think here. AJ my AJ that's the beginning of a song for some reason <laughs> yeah. AJ my AJ I'm, it probably is but how was your week <laughs> um my week has been pretty good um I had a a shoot yesterday today's sunday yesterday and cj when i tell you it was colder than a motherfucker outside so we're in we measure our temperature by celsius i believe you guys are fahrenheit um and uh point dexter from uml had asked me how cold it was outside and i think at the time when we started the shoot it was probably minus it was 20 degrees outside like according to the fahrenheit mm-hmm. and i was in bare feet and a very oh let's just say the clothing the article of clothing was not heavy to any degree at all i thought my nipples were gonna fall off like that's how cold it was like if <laughs> it hit me they probably they probably would have they probably would have dropped off my body uh but outside of that um it's it was a it was a good week and it's been a really good weekend how about you how was your week my week was it was good. I mean, you know, my weeks are all pretty much the same. Um, I, I chilled. I recorded. I I did my thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was like I said, it was pretty straightforward. My kids were here, which that was fun as hell. My oldest is still here. It's just me and him uh, right now. So he's looking forward to having some man on man time. Uh, you know what? That 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 kind of brings to the topic of of what we kind of cover here on the podcast. My son randomly i think he saw it on the commercial or something decided to ask me what is a virgin so that completely so we have to have that talk but yeah my heart dropped when he asked me that like did you oh my god sorry i'm stuttering for you (laughs) how did what did you say like did you tell him you'd have the discussion like later do you need time to think about how you're gonna tackle it well, no, I mean, I've, I've basically been preparing for this question my, the whole time I've been a father. So I'm, I'm ready to have the conversation. It just so happened when he asked me, though, we were like in front of like all the elders in my family. So I'm like, this is not the time and oh. place to have this discussion. So we'll be having that later. Oh, yeah. And he's 11. He'll be 12 next month. And, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 12. So it's like the fact that he that he doesn't even know what a virgin is lets me know that at least he's on a better path than I was at that age because <laughs> because by by his age now I had I knew what it all was so yeah oh my gosh you know that's yeah that's a story we're going to have to like discuss in another episode um I remember when you told me that story I was I, I'm still in shock like the fact that you just mentioned it right now I, like I'm having flashbacks of our discussion yeah like completely um, but his innocence is beautiful. I love that. I do. And the fact that he doesn't know that it's an inappropriate, well, you know what I mean? Like a, a relatively inappropriate question to be asking in front of the elders. Like the fact that he's so sweet and innocent and doesn't even know that, like it's, it, that's just a beautiful thing. Because I think a lot of young men um, at this point, they're like headlong into some shit that they just shouldn't even be into because they have access to so much you know what I mean? Like you exactly. click on the wrong thing on the internet and you're like in some kind of porn site or some MILF is offering herself to you or, you know, Facebook isn't actually Facebook because it's like you're what just, yeah, all kinds of bad things could happen. But that's absolutely beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> <laughs> and let, let's let's while we're talking about what's beautiful, let's talk about what, another beautiful thing. And that is our last episode was <laughs> amazing. But at the same time. We did more downloads in 24 hours than some of our earlier episodes did in still to this day. Like, it's just amazing the response and the growth we've been getting. So we want to take some time out to definitely thank everyone who's been helping spread the word, everyone who's downloading, any new listeners who have come aboard last episode or this episode. We just we just want to thank you guys because we definitely put our hard work into this. And uh, it's good to see that that the response of that has been getting in and the reactions out of it. Yes. Thank you to everyone. I, I mean, it's, it's, 
thus far, it's it's definitely been a humbling experience. And I mean, even when you and I talk about it and and you let me know the numbers and what have you, I'm I'm like, it just it's mind boggling to me. Like I just I, I still have difficulty reconciling that many people are listening to us and like avidly. You know, it's 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 an it's amazing. And and thank you to everyone most definitely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, this we're starting this off with a lot of beautiful stuff because we got one <laughs> hell of an email that uh AJ, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna save it for later or do you wanna go ahead and read the email? No, I think we should go ahead and tackle it now. Like you said, since we're talking about uh, you know, the beauty of everything. Um so last week we had gotten an email from Mercy um asking our advice and opinions on how to how she can make herself more approachable and you know kind of come up out of the singleness and and get more actively back into the the dating game so we tackled that and she listened and she sent a feedback email um so you know thank you so much she she titled it hey big head <laughs> um so she said look y'all i love you too i am beyond grateful grateful to have met you both i thank you so much for your feedback and i will definitely be working on my flirt and my smile that flirt though look forward to more questions from your girl lol this little earth earthworm is about to be a full-on butterfly I was, uh, I won't, uh, sorry, I won't just be grabbing dicks though. I'll ask first. And she puts a bunch of laughing faces. You see that grabbing dick business? Hello, Mr. CJ. <laughs> Try to I'm telling you, problem. by the time she becomes this full bl- butterfly, she'll be a, a, a fully functioning dick grabber. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Oh gosh. AJ, I do love your voice and I swear you made my words sound so eloquent. I was like, did I write that? Did you put Hayes up to saying all those nice things about me? I absolutely did not. He genuinely and sincerely and dearly loves you and thinks that you are a wonderful and fantastic person and you truly are. Um, My heart is so full. I'm a sap, so I I let two tears fall, smiling all the while. How can I not smile when two awesome strangers who I admire dearly have embraced me as family? I'm forever a fan and look forward to great things from you both. Love, Mercy. P.S. Now this is a great thing. Hayes, I've been listening to some of the shows you've recommended and others. I don't know if you're just working with better equipment or you're just that damn good. Probably both. But the sound quality on your show your show is so far ahead of the others. I don't have to adjust the volume when you switch from talking to playing music and I can hear all your guests clearly. It really makes a difference in the listening experience. I have to concur. Oh. And and that's just not even from a place of of because it's ours or because it's yours, but definitely um, the pot both the podcasts that you produce are. Is that bad that I'm saying that? Like, does that sound bi- <laughs> does that sound biased? <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that. But you know what? I mean, it, it just is what it is. I think because you put your heart and soul in, into it, and you truly do. Like, it's not just something that you record and and you throw out. Like, you take time. Like, you listen back to it. You make sure that there's a smooth transition between you know the the, the talk segments and the music segments and. Just everything that you do with the with the two podcasts, um, with the Awakened Soul and with with ours, Love Less Than Badass Soul, you you definitely definitely hear the difference in the quality. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I definitely do appreciate that, Mercy. Thank you very much. You know, I love you, and fellas, I will say this: the fact that there's a lady like Mercy out there who is completely single, and a lot of y'all are talking about where are the good women at. Wake the fuck up, Mercy's mm-hmm. out there. Wake up. Say it again. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great email from her. Thank you, Mercy. We we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, um, thank you. How do you feel about that? I mean, do you feel and and just like just as a purely selfish moment and and maybe just objective as well? Do you feel like the quality of what you produce is far better? I remember there were a couple of times where you would, you tweeted out somebody had you had listened to someone's podcast and you're like you almost fell asleep three times oh while driving. Yeah, listening to the podcast. Um, there was another one that you listened to where uh, the response was like, it listened to the the guy from the Clear Eyes commercial that has that monotone type of voice. So <laughs> I remember that tweet. <laughs> yeah. So like when you're producing your your podcast, like, you know, both your your um, sorry, the Awakened Soul and, and this one, like, do you have it in the back of your mind that, you know, like a, a particular way that you you're wanting it to sound and when you're mixing and putting in the music and, and all that sort of stuff? Like, how do you go about producing such a quality product? The best way and that I can put go I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was saying don't give away all your secrets because we have people listening. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely won't give away my secrets. You guys are gonna have to learn it the hard way like I did. But I would say um nowadays, uh, like the best way I can describe it is Kanye, back when he like first started doing music, he explained that he could see the music. And I and I think that that's not to put myself on that level or anything, but 
that now when I'm producing a podcast, like when I'm recording it, I I almost know what I'm going to do in the middle of recording. Like there's usually something that sparks in me in, in the discussion or whatever that I'm like, oh, this would be perfect right here. And I kind of write it down and then I come back and I and I do it. Um, and it, I mean, it's not the equipment. I, I don't I don't have any special equipment at all. Like I, I don't have anything that anyone can't go buy at Best Buy. But I would like to say that, you know, I, I am passionate about this and the majority of why the podcast sound the way they do it is love. And, I, and not just um, always on, on my side either. I'm, I'm very passionate about everything that I do. But like sometimes the person I'm interviewing or like AJ, when me and you were talking, like if you get really passionate about something, like I feel that and it inspires me. Same thing with any of my guests on The Awakened Soul. So like sometimes it's, it's my inspiration just off things that I've been through, but also sometimes it's. It's what they're talking about, like the um the I can't remember the integrity and soul episode like that had mm-hmm. a lot of old school music because me and AJ are both very old souls. And so it just yeah. it kind of just came about that way in our conversation. I was like, you know what? This music fits this this scenario. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's you got to feel it. And for anyone who does podcasts, not everyone edits like some people don't have music in the podcast. And some of those are very good podcasts as well, like the sound quality. But for me, music is, is such a big part of who I am and what I do and my family, because I come from a family of musicians that I, it has to be a part of the podcast. Otherwise, it wouldn't be genuine. So that yes. that's that's just what I go through. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Mercy, you're great. You're wonderful. <laughs> um, we look forward to more emails from you and any of our listeners send in emails. You guys will get that. Um, I'm, I need to get back to putting the email address in the description of the podcast. Uh, so you guys don't always have to wait to the end. So I apologize. It's something that I have to get back to doing. Um, so yeah, you can find it at the, in the description of this one, or you can also hear it at the end of the podcast when AJ does all her, her plugging and this yes. time the good plugging. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, what are we getting? Well, we it's time for us to get into our discussion topic for the day. And AJ, we're discussing something that I'm sure all the women that listen to this podcast are going to be saying hallelujah. We're going to get retweets. There's going to be a lot of hand waving and <laughs> patting of the of the weave. There's going to be a lot of that in this discussion. Uh, <laughs> you see patting of the weave? <laughs> patting of the weave. I can't. Oh my gosh! And it's it's as you said that I had a visualization in my head, like yes, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! Okay. Oh Oh, gosh! Oh man! So this this discussion, and as soon as I say this, I know there's going to be people. It's going to be yeah, girl, but it's chivalry. It's chivalry dead. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm of two minds when I when I think about it. I think that it does exist. I think that it's just not as widely practiced. Um, I don't know. Like I, I spoke to a gentleman today who wholeheartedly believes that chivalry exists. Um, it's just you know he's he's of the same opinion that it's just not as widely practiced. And uh, you know, me with my examples. Um, I was uh, seeing somebody for a while and it's really weird. We, so we went we went on a date and it, it's really interesting because he prides himself on being raised by his mom to be a gentleman. And the first time that we went out, like I expected that he would have opened the car door and maybe that's my fault for having that expectation, but he didn't. Like he went to his side, I went to my side. I was like, hmm, okay. And the interesting thing is CJ, he actually unlocked my door. Like he unlocked my door, but didn't open the door. So I was like, Okay, that's kind of weird. So he ran, like I said, he went around, he got on his side. I got on my side. It was whatever. Um, but I mentioned it to him and I said, it's really interesting. I said, I think that your mom would be, I said, I think, I, I think I said something like your mom, your mom would probably beat you. And he's like, why? And it's like, because she raised you to be a gentleman, but you're not actually, he's like, why would you say something like that? I'm like, you didn't even open my door for me. He's like, well, you know, I would have, but like he gave some kind of lame excuse. And, and then the thing is the second time we went out, he opened the door. So I don't know if that counts as being chivalrous because I had to say something to him, you know, like it's, I just feel like it's one of those things that if you're raised as a gentleman, like it just should come naturally. Now, mind you, I know there are a lot of women who don't appreciate that kind of thing, or they'd be like, you know, oh, I can get my own door. I don't need you to hold the door for me. Or why are you standing to the, I think is is it men are supposed to stand, you're supposed to stand to the right of the man when you're walking on the sidewalk or something like, so he's supposed to be closer to the curb. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, And I get that there are some women who don't, 
know how to appreciate that type of man. Like they like the more rough, rugged, drag you by your weave type of guy. Um, but I, I, I like I like a somebody who has a balance of being a gentleman um, and just themselves, you know. But yeah, I, I think that chivalry does still exist. I just think it's not as widely practice. Um, I, I feel almost as though this generation coming up and I, and I know with, with parents like yourself and with like myself, we will raise our young men to be, to be men and to be gentlemen. Um, but then there are a lot of parents who are in the same sort of age range as the two of us who are raising their children to just be whatever, you know, um, just in terms of manners and, and what's appropriate and, and what's okay. So I think that there is that halfway point where some will be and some will not. And and I feel almost like the ones who are um, will get teased like, yo, why are you holding that door for the girl? You know, or why are you carrying her purse or why are you carrying her coat or that kind of thing? Um, for my generation, you know, the older generation, um, chivalry does still exist. <clears throat> uh, I've gone on several dates with gentlemen who are men who, you know, they're polite, they're courteous, they're respectful. They'll hold the door open, you know, let the lady order first. Um you know, if I don't wear a jacket, they'll put their jacket over my shoulders. Or if I have my own jacket, they'll hold my jacket for me so that I can put it on and, and that kind of thing. Um, at times, honestly, I am taken aback because part of my mind thinks that that just doesn't happen anymore. Um, but when it does happen, it's it's really nice. I feel like that was a really long, long answer. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're do fine. Do you feel like chivalry? No, chivalry is not dead. Um, it can't be dead while there are still some that do it. Um, I don't. I, now, is it? Is it frequent enough? Is it at the level it should be? Uh, I think not, to be 100% quite honest. And uh, part of that is due to, you know, we went through a, a large generation, at least in my personal circle. I, I see us coming out of this. But for a generation or two, the fathers weren't really around that, that often. And I mm-hmm. do think personally it's a thing that should be passed from man to man because men imitate men. And if you don't have that positive male role, role, role figure or one that is chivalrous, it may go unnoticed. A woman, I, and I always, I've always said this, and this, I think when I say this, it's pissed people off in the past. But I will say a woman can't teach a man to be a man. A woman can teach a man to be a very awesome and amazing person. But a mm-hmm. man needs positive male role. And I'm not saying they necessarily need their father, but they need someone in their life to teach them the little things because some things men do will only truly take coming from another man. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's just my whole, my, my, I wholeheartedly believe that my father taught me to be the one to hold the door open, to open the car door, to hold the jacket open, like to walk on the other side of the street. Like this are all things that my dad and I've taught my son, for example, since I can remember, like literally, I was four and five years old, hoping, hoping, holding the door open or holding the seat out for my oh. o- for my older sisters so they can sit down. I did. I was I was taught not to sit down and eat at the table until the women in the family had been seated. That's something that I was taught by my uncle and my father. Mm-hmm. And a woman can tell, and I I can say because in your mother, you know this. I'm sure there's things that you said to your son that he he's kind of kind of seemed to go in one or out the other but if his dad says it to him he shapes up immediately and that's not to to take away the role that our women play or our mothers play because they play a very important role in making us fully functioning adults as well like i don't ever want to downplay the the place that a woman has but some things need to be taught from a man and what i will also say because women you're going to catch the other side of this as well but men need to teach men that People need this. This is why it's important for fathers to be in their son's life. It's important for men to also pass down what they've known. I think that there's, like I said, it's been a generation or two gap where a, for a lot, especially black men, they weren't given those things of, of those uh, generational things of passing it down from one generation to another because they, they may not have their father. Their father may have not just been a deadbeat. Maybe their father died in the war. There, there was a lot of, that were going on for a few generations that kept that from happening. So be, that being said as well. Um, no, I honestly, I completely agree with you. I, and it's funny that you, you, the part that you mentioned about with my son, I, I will very clearly say, like, he'll ask me questions just even about um, intimacy and, and, and in regards to a woman. And I've said to him, I can answer you, but you need to ask your dad because I can't give you a male perspective. I can only give you the perspective from a woman, but you need the, you need your dad to answer this question because he has, like, I don't have male feelings. You know what I mean? Like, I won't know what that perspective is like. And you're, you're 100 and 
10% right. Because you, you have women who be like, oh, their dad's not around. But you can have you can still have positive male influence in their life. If, if their dad's not around, like, you know, it, it's whatever almost, you know, there, there, there have to be other people in your family or people that you know who are good, solid dudes that can have a positive impact on, on your son. Exactly. No, you, you absolutely hit the nail on the head. You're, you're so I'm over here nodding my head and patting my weave and saying, yes, go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, for any of the women that appreciated that portion, I'm sure I'm going to catch backlash on what I have to say about the other one, specifically, specifically with this generation of women. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. also demand the chivalry. You have to carry yourself in a way that or not, not 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 carry yourself, but you have to uphold. You have to hold men up to a level to where they know that they have to be chivalrous to get you the going over for Netflix and chilling. The being cool with with the guy who walks up to you and just like, hey, shawty, and smacks your ass and you give him the number. If you do those type of things the, in the, in a man's mind, what is it? Why? Why does he have to be chivalrous at that point? And I'm, I'm still part of that's still on him, because regardless, men should be men. But women, you also have to be at like you have to expect that you, you can't give people excuses on not being chivalrous if you know that that's something that's important to you. If that's if you're gonna be the one who talks about, or well, he men men are chivalrous. Men don't do that. But yet you're you're the one who's okay and fine and doesn't speak up when you don't get it yourself. What do you expect? Right or cussing after the fact? Like that doesn't help. You know, it's say something in the moment or let him yeah let him know what what your expectation is. And, but. and, and here's something that I say all the time. And and I and I say this because my mom owned her own beauty salon for a very long time that I used to have to sweep and mop at the end of every shift. Women, if you're going to sit around in a beauty salon or any other setting and complain with other women, you should be able to say that to a man that's trying to get to gain you, that's trying to get with you. You have to be able to willing to say like being in a in a circle jerk of women all complaining about the same thing. Okay, that's fine. They're valid complaints. I'm not saying they're not valid. But if you leave it in that and you don't speak up for it to the man that you go home to, what the fuck's going to, what do you expect? What women are going to like, it's it's not going to do anything staying in that, in that cipher. You have to be willing to speak up. Stop, stop, stop accepting less. And this is something that I, that I'm, is still in my daughter's not because they're not at the age to start dating, but in just general, don't accept less than what you're worth for anything, anything. Stop accepting less. Stop thinking that it's okay because most men don't do it. So the man who get gets you doesn't do either. Oh, well, you got the best out the bunch. No, stop accepting less. Don't do it. Mm. Accept what you want. Accept if it, I don't care how high of a standard you feel it is. Don't back down off that. The one who's going to be worth your time is going to meet and exceed that. No problem at all. Or if if he doesn't at first and you bring it to him, guess what? If he really and truly is interested in you and what you have to offer and values you, you're going to see a change eventually. Now, now again, not everyone is wired or has been taught that to be able to to change it automatically. And I always and I have this saying too. D- results don't necessarily indicate effort keep in mind and and this is this is something that i compare it to some some people in school can try hard as fuck and study every day but guess what the best grade they're gonna get is a c Mm -hmm. whereas somebody can give way less effort like my daughter because she's freaking genius level intellect can give way less effort and get an a but if you just base it off the grade that you see, the result that you'll see, you'll think that the A student is the one who's trying the hardest. That's not always true. You have to also know your man. And you yes, you should be able to see exponential growth in him at like over the course of time once you once you start talking to him. But keep in mind that some people can only get to a certain level. It's more about the effort that you see him and, and how much he respects what you're asking him to do and what what you're 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 trying to get him. Cause this is another thing. Women, black women, black men need your support. And this is the thing that and I'm sorry, I'm getting way off the topic of just chivalry. But this is something that I'm very passionate about is that if you have a man who's trying, who's legitimately trying, not just given the facade of trying, support that man. Because guess what? Your words meant that much to him that he is trying his damnedest to to treat you at a level that you want to be treated. Don't settle for for I'm, I'm saying don't settle for less, but at the same time, if you know that he's had a, a hard upbringing, if you know he hasn't had those positive male role figures and he's learning 
as this goes, he's 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 learning on the job, so to say. But you see that he's really, really trying and he really, really loves you. Hold that man close. AJ, what do you mm-hmm. think? I'm sorry. I went on probably my longest rant of this podcast so far. I'm here patting out my, patting the hell out of my weave and not even newer. I absolutely, absolutely. Everything that you said is 100%, 100% correct. I absolutely, absolutely. I, I, hold on a second. Let me clap out loud. Yes. <laughs> <See that? laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Whew. I'm glad I got oh, that it, out. Yeah, some some people may get offended, but you know, it's it's not it's not even about that. Nobody should take it personally. Like your response was so dead on. It's it's not even it's not even funny. So dead on. So dead on. Beautiful. I think we should just wrap it up right now. I'm just joking. <laughs> but that was no uh, yeah. See that that passion and that fire in your voice. Yeah, that was just that was beautiful. That was beautiful. We're just having all kind of beautiful moments. What's going on today? Beautiful. Twerk some. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no I, I i can't i'm gonna say it one more time that was a beautiful beautiful answer it was a great response great thank response thank you so Ooh. much um we uh after that great response we're gonna come back we're gonna get into some questions but before we do that we have to pay the bills and we have to do um our part in in helping spread the word on uml so we're gonna get into some promotion for uml and then on the other side of that me and asia are gonna get into the question segment Due to the Poindexter Maul himself, El Fatah, Bernie Two Times, Wally Kovacs, AD, and Ali on the Mogul Lounge every Monday at 8 a.m. on UrbanMogulLife.com for the latest episode. And make sure to follow on Twitter at UrbanMogulLife. All right, AJ. Are you ready for the... And I'm telling you right now, we have some great, great questions. A lot of debauchery <laughs> in these questions. Um, but this well, is going to be fun. I can't wait to see to hear some of you. I'm afraid of some of your answers <laughs> to, to some of these, but I, I'm excited for them nonetheless. Okay. It hit me. And I always feel like I have to brace myself when you say that. You know, I'm putting the emphasis on the word brace, but I'm, I'm bracing myself. Okay. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So we're going to start off. This one's this one can get a little weird, but this is, this is honestly probably one of the easier ones out of what we got. So this one is, what's the dirtiest thought you've ever had about a, ter- a total stranger? Oh man, I always feel like these questions want to draw me out and like freak. I think, could you answer this one first? Please. You want me to take it first? Please. Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know if I told the story or not on pod. AJ, I know you know about the Starbucks chick. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if I told the story or not, but when I first saw her, the first thought in my head was she's about the perfect size to sit her on my shoulders and eat her pussy until she just screams bloody murder for the love of god <laughs> wow fuck oh dear wow yeah. um yeah i think i need some water oh my goodness wow wow <laughs> <laughs> ah, boy cj them where the my clot okay yeah i wasn't i wasn't uh I, I wasn't expecting that. That's that's wonderful. Fuck. Yeah, mine mine's pretty pretty basic compared to that one. <laughs> um, I've been on the train and I remember, you know, like as women, we look at the dick print and what have you. And I remember being on the train uh, a few years ago, and, and some some random man was on the train, and I was staring at his dick print. Um, and I guess he caught me staring and I kind of smiled at him because I really, I wanted, like, I thought to myself, if I was to go over and start rubbing his front, like, would that be considered assault? Grab a dick. I, I see. It would see. be, right? Uh, probably. But, then the, but the way that he looked at me while I was looking down, like when I looked up and realized that he was watching me watch his dick, he didn't really look like he was too bothered by it. But that's probably been the dirtiest thing. Like, I li- literally wanted to go over and pet it. Because it was just so pronounced. It was, he had a really good dick print. It was a really, really good dick print. And he wasn't even in track pants. He was in slacks. Like he was in business pants. Well, damn. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, you need some water now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird like... to have like, random thoughts about people like that. Like, is that normal? No, everybody does. It. Normal? It's, just most, it's just most people will not admit it out loud. So, yes, it's normal to have them. I think we're abnormal because we have no problem saying it. And we say it on a podcast, which is going to be downloaded by thousands of people. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then you're going to get a whole other set of DMs saying, okay, well, I'm 125 pounds. Can you lift me up on your shoulders and eat my pussy like that? Yeah. Mm. Them kind of requests are going to be coming just... <laughs> hmm. 
<sighs> well, the next question. <laughs> What's your favorite way to be seduced? Um, I'm very big on sexy conversation. Um, so like if you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a gentleman that, you know, now mind you, it's not just like right off the bat, but somebody that I've been, you know, interacting with for a short while, you know, like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever. Um, and he just kind of subtly interjects into the conversation, just naughty things that he would like to do to me. Like I start to get very, like my body temperature will like literally raise and I can feel like I want to take my clothes off. Um, especially if he's got a great voice. Um, there, there's a gentleman that I, I talked to and, and CJ between me and you and oh, sorry, well, between me, you and everybody who's listening to this. Um, when he calls me in the morning, I can't talk to him like the bass in his voice. And he will just say, good morning, AJ. And I'd be like, nigga, I got to go. <laughs> he's like, what's wrong? I can't, I can't stay and talk to you. Absolutely. And I say, I say to him, take the bass out of your voice, please. He's like, I'm not doing anything. I just called to say good morning to you. And then he'll be like, you know, I hope you have a great day. I've been thinking, I was thinking about you, whatever. And, and CJ, honestly, whatever piece of clothes I have on, I feel like I just want to take them off, jump in my truck and just go drive to wherever this man is and go sit on his face. Like, oh yeah, just really just conversation and, and just interjecting sexy language in the conversation, just subtle, not like it doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, it doesn't have to be anything that's raunchy or, or blatant, just very subtle. Like the way that you say my name, the way that you, you just tell me that, you know, you've been thinking about me and you know what, and, and, and it's just, I don't know, but just sexy conversation. Does that, does that make, make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sex is, I mean, sorry, conversation, great conversation is is a huge yes. turn on, like in general, like for someone who, and that's the thing I always need for so for someone to fully be able to handle CJ I, I or, or keep me entrenched, like I have to. You have to be able to stimulate me mentally. Like you can be sexy as hell, you can have the prettiest feet in the world, but if you're dumb as a as a fucking bag of potatoes. There's only I can't I can't do nothing with you. You don't do nothing for me. So um, yeah, I, I, I understand that as well. Yeah, I don't even remember the question anymore. What was the question? You got me so <laughs> caught <know> up. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite way to be seduced? Yes, yes, that that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is your favorite way to seduce? Ah, uh, that's a good. You know what? I don't think I've ever thought about this before. Like for a woman to seduce me. I mean, of course, like, I don't, I, I would have to go with like sexy conversation as well. Or, you know, here, no, here's the thing. A, a good way to, to seduce me, probably my favorite way, is if we're doing something competitive, whether it's playing pool, going bowling, whatever, playing basketball, but you're flirting with me or rubbing your body against me as we're doing it. Listen here, that pool table <laughs> better be reinforced because there's a highly, hi, highly likely possibility that you may get molested on that table. Yes. Yeah, the flirtatious touches, like the, just like, like not, and that's the thing, I think people think that, you know, in order to seduce someone, it has to be so like blatant and overt and, and, and intense and, and aggressive. And, and it really, it really doesn't. It's, it's sometimes the small, the small things that go a long way, you know, could you imagine like you're the, um, the, the young lady from the, the coffee shop? You know, like if you, you guys had gone on a date and, you know, she's like, you know, CJ, I don't know how to um, hold the pool cue properly. Can you come help me with this? And you're trying to like steer and guide her because you think she genuinely needs help. And then she just kind of rubs her ass gently against you and then steps forward, you know, just very subtle. Yeah, she would have, she would have gotten that enchanted tongue like one time, slip <laughs> up on the table one, one time. Oh, but yeah, man, it's, it's definitely. I like that. All right. So. Are you ready for the next question? Yeah, please. Yeah, because I'm just in my head thinking about this man's voice and it's having me feel some type of way. So yes, please, 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 please. <laughs> okay. Who gave you your first, first, your first orgasm? If I could talk correctly today. <laughs> I don't know if I should answer this question. Um, my first orgasm. Oh God, I'm gonna sound like some kind of a deviant. Um, 
And it's really weird because I didn't know until I was much older what actually happened. You know, like when your your body has a response, but you're not necessarily sure what it is, or like there's sort of no way to give name to it because you don't have enough experience or you don't have enough um, language in your repertoire to know how to identify it. But I was probably about 10 and it was a boy named Owen. <laughs> and Wait, 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 what? Uh, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't until I was probably about 14 when I had like an old, like when I was a bit older and knew what an orgasm was that I was able to identify that. Holy shit. I actually had my first orgasm when I was like 10. Um, that was actually the first time I had ever had anybody um, go down on me was when I was 10 years old. So, oh boy, there, there's this thing that they say that, you know, Jamaican boys start fucking when they're like six because, you know, it's, it's nothing for, you know, and, and I don't know if that happens in the States or whatever, but it's nothing for like, you know, a man to take up his son and rest his son like on top of the woman that he's sleeping with. You know what I mean? Like if it's not the child's mother or whatever the case may be, or to pick up his son and have his son like get smothered in some breasts or like, you know, to feel up titi of them and whatever the case may be. Like it's not it's not uncommon. You know, they, they feel like that's what spurns a, a young man into being a man. So you have a lot of boys in Jamaica that, you know, they're feeling up gal and fun and fucking from when they're like eight, nine, ten years old. Um, but I remember um, my brother and I, uh, so his, it was my brother's best friend and he had slept over again when I was, I was 10. And so there were two twin beds in my brother's room. Um, and I decided like, I didn't want to sleep in my room by myself. So I came in the room to, you know, to sleep with the guys. So I put my sleeping bag and my, my pillows and stuff like that and a blanket on the floor. And my intention was to sleep on the floor between the beds. And at some point in the night, Owen slipped down onto the floor beside me. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe I'm telling this story. Ah, so he slipped down to the floor beside me and I just remember like him like touching me and we started kissing and yeah, the next thing I knew, CJ, he was face down between my legs. Now, mind you, I'm 10. So I don't know that this is actually like a big people's occurrence and this is thing that big people do with one another or whatever. But I remember the feeling of having an orgasm. It felt like I was falling. And I remember like trying to push him to stop and he just kept going and kept going. And I felt like I was peeing. I felt like I was falling. Um, it was just the weirdest thing. But like I said, it wasn't until I was about 14 when I started to like, you know, really fool around and, and, and start to have sexual experiences that I realized what had happened um, between myself and Owen when I was 10. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I've been this way for a long time. You hear all them things? Now, oh I, now I understand it all. Like, it all makes perfect sense. Like, this is just... It all comes together. Um, wow. Don't kill me. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you definitely need to end. This is your turn now. <laughs> oh, God. When I, was a, when I was 11... Oh, Jesus. Yes, the young lady. Um, God, what was she, 15 or 16? Pulled me into her parents' basement and gave me head. And I was, and I still didn't, to this day, I I don't even know if I knew what, no, I knew what head was before then, but good Lord almighty, I lasted all of about a minute, 30 seconds before it was like. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then, so, and this is this is like what, cause keep in mind, I'm, I'm 11. So like she pulls back and I guess she like, she was so experienced as a dick sucker that she knew I was about to come. And it like went all over her neck and chest area. Best thing I've ever I had ever seen in my life at that point. I was amazed. Oh, Jackson's gonna give you a high ten. That was like your youngest splash ever, right? <laughs> yes, that was the youngest <laughs> splash ever. <laughs> oh wow! Did you like how did how did you? Because like I said, like I know for me, it, it felt like I was falling or like I was. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Like when you're on a roller coaster and you're on the down that that downslide and you have that feeling. What did it feel like to you? Like, was it was did it feel weird? It did feel weird because I I didn't know what the hell was happening. And then I all I all I know was that I had the urge to like punch her in the top of her. What the fuck? <laughs> because I didn't know what was happening, so my my instinct was like to well, it was really to like push her off. But I, I'm exaggerating when I say punch her in the top of her. <laughs> man said I wanted to punch her in the top of the fucking head <laughs> oh, and it was so funny after that is after it happened I went back home right and it was like 
I swear it was like 3 p.m. in the evening and I went right to sleep and slept for like two hours. Mom was like, what is, are you getting sick? That story is priceless. Holy shit. I've, I'm over here shedding eye water. I don't even think you understand. I am laughing so fucking hard and crying. Oh my God. Uh, oh man. That, that's, I love that story. That's priceless. That is hilarious. <clears throat> um, oh God. These are great questions, by the way. We're, 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 oh man. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah, go ahead. Have you ever uh, had sex with someone whose name you never knew? Hmm. We're waiting. <laughs> I'm going to give a short answer and say yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I did a lot of, because I lived on my own at such a young age, relatively young. Um, I think I was like 17 or 18 when I, I moved out on my own. Um, I had a lot of room to be explorative. And I want to say back then, it makes it sound like it was the 50s, but not that far back. But um, like in the 80s, people were just, it was like it was whatever people hooked up and you know like it it wasn't a big deal um you know you didn't necessarily have to want to get married to the person or want to like be the person's girl or whatever like people just just hooked up um so yeah i i yeah i did <laughs> i had some hoe bag moments yes yes best <laughs> what about you what about you uh oh Yes, yes, I have multiple people indeed. Um, again, I grew up in Europe where there are no inhibitions for one. Um, so that was just a, not a good place for Hayes to, to have had grown up. But hey, and a lot of times I didn't know people's name because they spoke different languages. So I, it's not really my fault. I couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying if I really wanted to. But yes, I definitely <laughs> have no less than four people. So, oh, wow. Come, you get a high 10 for that. No judgment, no judgment. The next question Have you ever dated two? Well, it says two girls at the same time, but we're going to spin this out um, so that we both can answer two people at the same time. As far as like not like being a player or them not knowing about each other, but them knowing about each other and being like you all being in a relationship together. Has that ever happened for you, AJ? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to say no to make myself seem like a little bit of a good and decent person, but yeah, I have. Um, because I think there's just a, a point where it's just too much work to try to like juggle people, you know? Um, so it just, it was just easier to say, hey, Tom, uh, I'm involved with Mike also. And hey, Mike, I'm involved with Tom also. Um, you know, there, there weren't extensive conversations about what was being done with the other person. Um, they both just kind of respected that when I was with one, that was their time and it was whatever. And there were no, like, there were no ill feelings. Like, you know, Tom didn't have any jealousy. Mind you, these are not real names. Tom didn't have any jealousy um, in, in a way to say, you know, well, what did you do with Mike? Or, you know, and Mike didn't have any jealousy to ask me what I was doing with Tom. They both just kind of accepted that that was the situation um, for as long as it went on. And, and that was it. Yeah. Hmm. But it was good. Like when I when I was with either one, like my dedication and my time was to that person. What about you? Uh, do I have to answer this? Oh, yes, please do. Okay, look, I'm not answering any further questions about it. Anyone who DMs me or emails me, I'm not answering any other questions. So don't ask. Yes, there was a period in time in which I was in a relationship with a lesbian couple. We'll leave it at that. That's Oh boy. You know you're gonna get questions about that, like straight up. <laughs> straight up. It was the best <clears throat> eight months of my life. Really? No, not really. I mean let me know. I'm exaggerating. It was a fun eight but probably probably the funnest eight months of my life. Were they okay with it? Like or were, were you I don't wanna say an accessory, but um, you know, and, and were, yeah, were they both okay with it? Was it like because you know sometimes one person will do it because they love the other person and that's what the other person wants. As opposed to sometimes like it's an, an equal decision because they were a couple like were they both in it for yeah, they both were it's just um one of them amanda <laughs> just had to be a complete fucking utter like yeah. she was just well you you were inside her more than you were inside me this round okay well i'll get you next round leave me the fuck alone 
Really? Those kind of complaints? Yes, yes. It, it was, like I said, it was fun for the most part. Like having like to to come home to two people and like a they they made dinner and oh it was like I said it was a very fun eight months. But like it was like an attention thing to where it was it was specifically Amanda like Amanda and Adrian. But uh, Amanda just had like some type of. I don't know how to like attention issues like she just needed a bunch of attention and it's like look it's already three of us how much attention do you expect right so no questions though no more questions we're, we're moving on from now <laughs> okay let's move on let's move on oh my gosh you make it a weird email <laughs> have you ever Jump masturbated in public I have I knew, you, uh, I knew I your answer to that was yes. Hmm? I said I knew the answer to that for you was going to be yes. Did I just you? knew it. I knew How it. did you know? Because <laughs> I know you. If it would have been anything other than yes, that probably would If you would have said no, I would have been more shocked than by you saying yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, yeah, way too, one too many times. I've masturbated at my desk when my boss walked in. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So, okay. Let's just, okay. I'm done. <laughs> well, damn not when your boss walked in like you god damn um well that, that that's gonna spin into another a question that we have next but uh um, hi 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 well, did you just get past your answer sir no no i was just saying that the next question is gonna feed off that um oh but then my my answer no i've never masturbated in public i don't i've said this before i don't masturbate so no I you're not a masturbate no how Listen to me. I always, and, and maybe that's just a, because I don't have one, but my God, if I had a penis, I would be tugging that bitch all the fucking time. <laughs> okay. okay, so here's, here's the thing. Um, okay, so A, master, like masturbation, like sex is such a, like a thing for me to see the pleasure in somebody else that I really don't trip off just getting the nut off. Um, for one, so I, it's just it's never really been me. Like, I mean, of course, I've masturbated before as a teenager. Like, I was like you said, I was pulling that motherfucker every chance I got. Um, uh, from the age of like thirteen to like seventeen, but like once I got grown and adult, like it just never was a thing for me. And I and this now that I think about it, this may go back to my first orgasm. I've never put these two together before. Now, I legitimately enjoy seeing my come on the person I'm having sex with. So I tend to like to let it build up as much as can as much as it can. So it's just like come everywhere. So yeah, yeah, that 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 was part of the reason why I stopped masturbating in, in my early age at like 19, because I was like, I'm just gonna save it to make the splash as big as possible. So yeah. You know, honestly, that makes complete sense. You're you're the only person I've ever heard actually explain because you have like there's some Jamaican men of course no man men touch myself men masturbate masturbate figure man and you know whatever um but yours your explanation is the only explanation I've ever heard that actually makes fucking sense I like to think I Sorry. make sense every once in a while <laughs> it, just, it makes sense all the time but I'm just saying like that particular because I'm like why wouldn't you masturbate like it's yours you have it there don't you ever feel but what you're saying yeah that's CJ you just opened my eyes Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no. If, I wish you could see the look on my face. Like I'm actually sitting here saying to myself, "That's the most logical answer I've ever heard." Okay, so then, okay, so when you when you do save it up and you and you and you like, is is the load bigger? Like, is it actually bigger? Um. So I've read numerous stuff because I always like like because stuff that's in my head, I like research and see if it's actually true. So. If you, if you, I think if you don't masturbate for like a week, it's shown that you're, or you're, you will ejaculate more, but like anything other at past seven, to, seven to 10 days, there's been nothing to show that past that amount of time, you'll actually ejaculate any more than you would if you had only waited seven days. So, um, it, it works, but then it doesn't, I mean, there, there's some sense to it, but then after a certain point, it's going to be the same amount regardless anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one, and we'll, we'll end it on this one. Um, this is just an interesting question that I had. I in a million years I would have never thought about a question like this. But this one is: How would you dominate your boss sexually if given a chance? And we're gonna go ahead and frame this: If the the boss was of the opposite sex, at least for me, because I don't have any any ideas of sexually dominating someone of the same sex but aj <laughs> you may be different so how would you how would you dominate your boss sexually if you could um it's really interesting that you that this question came because the last time that i actually had a boss um <laughs> so he's he's an older 
an older white gentleman, um, but very cool, like definitely has some swag. And I am not the kind of person, like I'm not that, I'm not attracted to white men. There are, there are some really good looking white men, but for me to say like, yeah, I would want to, you know, have a romp with him. Um, it has, it, it, it definitely has to be something more than that. And I have a thing about um, hands. Like I like a man that has really like, okay. So you see how you are with feet, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm like that with hands. Uh, it's one of the first things that I actually look at on a man to see how he takes care of his nails, um, the way that is, you know, the structure of his hands, the thickness of his fingers, the length of his fingers, if they're long and tapered and if his hands look heavy, that kind of thing. So my old boss, he had, oh God, he had great hands and he rode a motorcycle. Um, but when you saw him and he had beautiful eyes, but he wasn't like, if, if you see me and see him, you'd be like, AJ, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> when we're done, if I can find a picture of him, CJ, I'm going to send it to you because you would definitely be like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand this equation. Um, but I was very attracted to him and I, I don't know, like he's definitely somebody I would have pegged, like <laughs> without question. I, I'm so sorry. I know I'm a deviant for that part, but I do like, I, I thought, like I had thought on a couple of occasions, like, I wonder what he would sound like if he was getting <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I hate our show. It has me confessing all kinds of shit. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna wind up on some type of like list. Like, <laughs> oh my god! But no, like seriously, like I, I more than like I never thought about kissing him. Um, I never thought about like, I, and I never thought about like being fucked by him or anything like that. Like really and truly, my primary thoughts were around because he looked to me like a person that could. Um, <sighs> Wait a second. Looked, are, you, are, you, are you saying this man looked like he could take a take a good pegging? Like he could take some dick? Is that what you're about to say, AJ? He really did. Like he looked like he could take like a small plug or a small dildo. He looked to me like the kind of person that would appreciate like a good session of pain. And then whatever reward comes after this that. Is, this is just, this is, this, wow, AJ. I'm, you are truly a creep, by the way. I Oh my God. Oh God. And I'll tell you how weird it was. I'll tell you how weird it was. Where my office was, I knew every time he came into the building because I could hear the way that he walked. Like I knew by the pressure that he applied on the ground every time he took a step that it was him. And every single time before he rounded the corner to my office, I would say good morning to him. And he would always come and stop at my door and he would always say to me, how do you know that that's me? And I said to him, I can tell by the way that you walk. I can tell by the pressure that you apply. Like, yeah, when you say that I was a creep, honestly, I really was. But the thing is, I mean, like he was he was intellectual. He was well-read. He was well-traveled. He was very open-minded. Um, most of the time when he went to Wales or he went to England to visit family, he would always bring a gift back for me and that would piss off the other people in the office. Um, when I would travel and when I would go home to Jamaica, I would always bring like different jerk sauces for him because his son was a chef. Um, and he was a really, he was an excellent cook as well. Um, when he would bake or when he would cook things, like he would bring stuff for me. And again, that pissed off the people in the office. Um, but outside of our, 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 um, like our office professional relationship, we actually had a really cool relationship where we talked about a lot of stuff. And I, and I think that that's kind of where, um, it steered my mind because a lot of times we would just be having personal conversation about family. And I'm telling you, CJ, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I would really do some bad things to you. You would, and you would probably enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so that was, that was my office story. And, uh, yeah, having my way with my boss. See, now you're going to make me email him and I haven't talked to him for a really long time, but I think I'm going to send him an email. Look, look, see the creep gene. Um, uh, so listen, for anyone who's about to hear this answer of mine, don't judge me for it. You know, fuck it. If you judge me, oh, well, that's on you. That says more about you than it says about me. Um, so I used to have, uh, she was, so I was an assistant manager of the whole arena and she was like the person right above who I answered to. So she was pretty high up. Um, but we were cool like all the management staff would go out but i remember one time i came into work early she was like this beautiful 
uh, like mid 30 year old like ha- i think she was like half indian half asian she was beautiful like a unique very exotic looking but one day i came in and she was crying and um I was like, is everything okay? She was like, yeah, yeah. And we talked for a while and she never told me what was going on, but I was my usual asshole self. But like she was crying and her mascara was running a little bit. So at that point, every time I saw her, all I could think about was face fucking her until her eyes started watering. Don't judge me for that. Wow. <laughs> so can I, can I ask a question? Sure. <laughs> so, so while you were consoling her, that thought rolled into your head? No, no, no. It was after, much after, like, after the fact, I was like, I was like, there was something sexy about the way that her mascara was running and the tears were running down her eyes. But I didn't think about that then. It wasn't until, like, maybe the next day after when I came into my office again and she was, and I saw her as I was walking in. I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could make her eyes water while... <laughs> Wow. No judgments here. I mean, I'm thinking about pegging my boss, so definitely no judgments. Jeez, I mean, but, yeah. there, but there is something. Uh, I, I will. I, I don't know if I speak for most males because I'm fucking crazy. But there is something about like someone who's giving you such a good sloppy deep blowjob that their eyes just start to water and they start to gag just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something extremely hot about that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're the. I don't. I definitely don't think you're the only guy that that thinks that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll tell the story about the time where I tied my belt around a chick's neck while I face fucked her. But that's not, that's a story for another day. Um, oh. Sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry. What was it that you called me a creep? Oh my god. <laughs> I told. Well, you remember what I said before on the episode is you choke them and if they die they die like you just <laughs> you know what i'm gonna start putting away like ten dollars a week like for bail money because holy shit <laughs> well the thing is is i was choking her and she was like harder harder i'm like there's no pop i don't think i can possibly choke you i already think i crushed your larynx a, uh, a little bit so I, I picked my belt up off my pants or on the floor. I pulled it around her neck. I pulled it back and wrapped it around my hands a good two or three times. And I kept yanking it. Like I said, AJ, tell the people where they can find us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Woo. You can follow us on Twitter at lovelustmbas. We are also on Instagram at Pod. Um, my personal Instagram is badass underscore Jones underscore. And you can also email us. Uh, any questions or feedback that you have at lovelustmbas at yahoo.com. Oh, sorry. We are also, you can also find our podcasts on um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the Real Midwest Radio. Yes, ma'am. And we are also part of the UML um, family, Urban Mobile Life. Exactly. And you can follow follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Still sending those uh, those five star iTunes reviews. We are trying to get them up as high as possible. Matter of fact, leave a review not just on Apple Podcasts, but anywhere you listen to this podcast. If it allows for reviews, leave us a review, a comment. We also love comments. We love interacting. Uh, send us an email, as AJ said. But that's it for this week. AJ, we're signing off. <laughs> Later. Goodbye. It's just a part of me, sex I love, I love it anyway, the bed, the floor, a chair, it's just a part of me, sex I love, I like it, I love it, I want it all the time, I crave it, I need it, it's always on my mind, I like it, I'm hitting it, wanna see you bend while I'm digging it, not just in and out, I'm a circle man, everything I wanna feel, hitting every wall is the master plan, gotta let you know the kind of man I am, gotta put it down, gotta wrap the key, I know how women talk, yeah. I 
Sex and love. 